Hi, it's Larry Herb, Xbox's Major Nelson. Welcome to the official Xbox podcast available where all the better podcasts are. Jeff, you know that. Oh, I'm living I'm living this life, Larry. Uh, it's great to see everybody. <laughs> another Rebe- week, another podcast. Rebecca, welcome. It's the highlight of my week. I get to hang out with you guys and talk about what we're playing the and the news. And No, we're not going to talk about and the, the weather. And the weather and food. I, I was just in a meeting right before this, uh, speaking with our, our good friends uh, who do our partnership. So like how we're involved with IHOP or Doritos or or Doritos or Rockstar. Right. And, and, uh, someone in the meeting literally brought up like, uh, let's, let's get you out to go talk about the weather. And I was like, wow. Was that, was that the head of the party? Cause he listens to the show. He listens a lot. A lot of those folks listen to the show. So they'll, they'll drop some of the inside jokes, but a lot of people do. I actually posted over on, uh, YouTube. If you're listening to this on Spotify or watching on Spotify or listening to it anywhere else on Apple or Google podcasts, if you go over to my YouTube channel, I've got the video, but they allow you to make like posts. So I made a post about asking people what they want Mm. more or less of the show. So a lot of it was around more things we're playing and more food talk. Nobody said the weather. So more food, food talk. talk. Yeah. Oh, say less. So, uh, <laughs> Rebecca's just going to start scrolling through Instagram. You're like, know. oh, last night, here's what I had. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that, that was fun. But anyway, hey, welcome back, everybody. Hey, it's uh, wait. I, I, yeah, wait, wait, Rebecca wants on the talk. food topic. Yes. I will give uh, a shout out. So, my favorite food channel on YouTube is Binging with Babish, and uh, Babish popular. has brought on like a few different people who will do different kind of like themed recipes as like guests on his show. Yep. And he has one who does um, it's his name is Alvin Joe, um, but he does like he recreates food from like video games and from anime and like kind of like Asian kind of entertainment sometimes. Um, so that's a really cool one. Just saying like he did one the other day. I can't remember if I talked about it already the Neo he recreated the Neopets omelet. And he's created like the devil fruit from um, like one piece and like right. other things from video games. So nice intersection video. Do games you, do you watch one piece? Food. I just started. It's I know it's kind of overwhelming. I tried watching it like a couple years ago and I like starting from the beginning, but it's like, if you watch really old TV now, it's like, uh, but now that the movie's coming out, I'm, I'm trying to watch like the most recent 100 episodes. Right, right. <laughs> There's well, no, so many. <laughs> well, the reason I ask is because I've been asked a couple times to do some One Piece interviews and so forth. And, I'm, you know, I'm going to sign you up for that. So basically, I'm signing you up for Great. some work. Not, okay, I don't know when. I'm, I'm your girl. <laughs> not, uh, not, I don't know how, but I'll sign you up for the One Piece. I know that uh, apologies in advance because I know... Jeff has a corner on the the Japanese game market. The the uh, not the anime games. Uh, keep, put me for all the RPGs. You know right. anything's coming out of Atlas or Square Enix. I'm, in fact, I'm in fact, in fact, I must bring up what what somebody pointed out on Twitter, and I don't have his name in front of me. But did you, I don't know if you saw this, Rebecca? Somebody was listening to one of the previous shows, and we were always talking about Jeff playing JRPGs. And he came up with the that the JRPG is an acronym for Jeff Rubenstein's preferred games. And I thought that oh, was preferred genre. Preferred prefer genre. genre. Preferred genre. Oh, yeah. that actually, wow, that works really well. <laughs> so I, I'm, kick, I'm kicking myself for not coming up with that, but I'm glad somebody did. But uh, anyway, as soon as you said JR, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I put the JR in JRPGs. <laughs> what I should have Hey, been there you go. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we'll talk about what we're playing this week. Um, I guess, you know, I'm going to start off Overwatch 2 once I could finally get into the games. I was playing some Overwatch 2. Um, all Who, my, were you picking any of the new characters or going you know, to some I, old reliables? I was going back with the old reliables, and here's why. I haven't played it in so long, 
and I felt like I needed to kind of get back in it because there is a new meta with the five characters. So I just felt like I needed some level of comfort. And so that was, that was my level of comfort. I feel like the new characters, especially uh, Junker Queen, kind of a high skill yep. cap. Uh, yep. You're not going to just go in there and immediately have an imp- You're going to go in there and die a lot is yep. what I found. So th- nothing wrong with going in with the... Um, you know, the, those you know best because they're all still in there. Yeah. Uh, I, I was using Kiriko, who was the most recently revealed at TGS during our, our briefing, the um, a, the newest support character. And she feels a lot like if Genji was a healer and uh, like same sort of verticality. Right. Instead of throwing uh, Shuriken, she throws Kunai. Um, I like the way she heals. So uh, definitely a, a new character. I haven't figured out when to use her ult yet, but... Um, we, we're just at the very beginning. We're in week one of right. Overwatch two, so I think we'll be learning a lot. Were you? Did you play a lot years. of Overwatch, Rebecca? I did not. <laughs> you did not. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I mean, it was a. Uh, it was. It was a. Uh, Jeff and I and, and Jeff's daughter played. We played it a lot back in the day, and then a lot of other stuff came along, and here we are. But it's great to have Overwatch two back. What else am I playing? Um, oh, I uh, feel like. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but when uh, maybe I'm getting my timelines confused when. I feel like Overwatch was really popular initially around the same time PUBG was really popular. Yeah, give right? or take. Give, yeah, yeah. Okay. They definitely overlapped. Twenty sixteen is when Overwatch first came out, and then Overwatch League started. Wow, maybe two years. Twenty seventeen. Okay. Twenty seventeen. I want to yeah. say twenty eighteen. I feel like at the time, all my friends kind of made an active decision to go Overwatch or PUBG, and me and most of my friends went PUBG. And then at a certain point, I was kind of like, oh, I feel like I missed the train, and now here the train is like five years later, so... Well, it's maybe it's I a, made the wrong choice. No, no, it's it's a new train, and it's there's there's it. Look, jump back in. You could always learn, and that's I do love that about Overwatch. Is they've got the the training ground, and you can go in there and just play around with the different characters and really get comfortable. So I highly recommend it. Mm, okay. So um, anyway, play, what else were you playing? Sorry, that's <laughs> uh, okay. Playing playing. Uh, uh, Plague Tale Requiem, which Chef will do an interview later on about that. So I don't want to talk. We're under embargo. Don't say anything, Larry. Just... We're going to get the whole show <laughs> okay, taken okay, down. Okay. I can say this one thing. <laughs> show. I can say this one thing. That's all I can say. Rats. I knew it. <laughs> so... <laughs> and you're not lying, but I don't think that's a spoiler. Yeah. Uh, uh, we will. So during the interview later, later on, we'll talk about basically everything we can talk about. Uh, but next week at this time, we'll be able to talk more significantly about the game and there's a lot to talk about so so i must can i share a little bit of behind the scenes with that interview with the interview mm, yes, yes. Again, don't break the embargo. so jeff does the interview later on as, as you'll hear rebecca and, and everyone listening and one of the frustrating parts is i asked the team i said hey send me some gameplay you know so that when jeff's doing the interview because i i actually engineer and i roll it all in but he starts talking about the rats I, they sent me nothing about the rats so you have to wait to you have to wait until you play the game to come across the rats i guess that's the big rat reveal if if you love rats this is unfortunately <laughs> not the episode for you right. my mom is terrified of rats and i'm like she never even so encountered this rats. episode it's such a so she doesn't watch she's if, I, if, she's uh, not <laughs> you have a much more invested mom i I feel like this is true yeah but i I have a feeling based on what i know about where your mom lives jeff she doesn't come across many but maybe i'm wrong 
Uh, um, I guess, it, yeah. Whereas, whereas Rebecca is living in an area where there, I'm, wasn't there a story? I saw one yesterday. What's the story, Jeff, <laughs> where you're always within 30 or 40 feet of a mouse or a rat in New York City? I think it's way less than that. Isn't <laughs> it like 12 feet or something like that? No, I'm, I'm, I swear. I was trying to be, I'm trying to help you out a little bit there, Rebecca. That's nice. Thank you. Well, yeah. I read something that said Seattle has per capita more rats than New York. So, oh. Good thing I don't live in Seattle. But I've never seen one like dragging a, you know, a slice of pizza behind or anything. We don't have like the meme rats. You have like much cooler rats in New York than we do. (laughs) Trendy rats. (laughs) Okay. Eventually there'll be a rat here dragging a lobster roll and we'll be like, we made it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It'll be dragging, it'll be dragging a little controller across the street. A a dozen fresh oysters. Uh, Yeah. It used to be very Seattle. That's um that's kind of what I'm playing. Rebecca, what what have you been checking out this week in your time in New York? Yeah, so I've still been playing grounded. Um, Good. I'm starting to get slightly discouraged because it is really hard to do anything at night because I think that yeah, um, sleep. Correct me. If, yeah, well, <laughs> I know. Well, but I'm like, I don't wanna I just I wanna keep going. I'm like, oh, right. I have my torch, I can keep exploring, maybe I can sneak my way behind. Did you get spider. under the did you get under the big tree where that wolf spider is that Jeff and I ran up against? I don't know if it was uh, that one know. specifically. Maybe you would know. Yet. Oh God, <laughs> I I thought that I did die by a wolf spider. I've okay. died by an orb weaver, and there was a different oh, yeah. spider because the orb weaver is the one that poisons you, right? They, they I all believe so. They've all and died. they have the little junior ones that come after you too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it said like I died from getting mauled by an uh, wolf spider at some point, but. Um, yeah, like I went to show my roommate and it was kind of evening and I was like, oh yeah, like I'm walking around, you know, like this is, I can like craft different things. I can harvest materials. Look, I can get water from this drop that's up at the top right. of this blade of grass. <laughs> like, you know, all of these like cool things. And then night comes and I'm like, oh, there's a spider over there. And she's like, why don't you go try to fight it? And I was like, well, I've never fought a spider before. And then I just died immediately. And I was like, yeah. okay, I'm going to play something else for a little bit, but <laughs> Um, but I still you, overall you, really like it. I just need to acro- start uh, uh, arachnophobia mode where, the, where they become like little balls. No, <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't actually seen what the gameplay looks like with that. I mean, I'm not scared of spiders. I'm tired of dying. Well, um, well, here's a little tip. If you go into the game and you go into the settings, one of the, one of the settings is that mode and they give you a little graphical representation. I'll show you like, you know, go from the full spider, which is what we're all used to seeing to basically as you're ticking through the different options, right, Jeff? And it kind of goes down to like, it's a, like a white ball, but let me <laughs> tell you, it kills you just as fast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then you end up developing a second phobia of, 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 of spheres. Spherical. <laughs> yeah. Fussy balls. You see Linton, you go, ah. Yeah. Yeah. Forget about watching tennis. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, you're having fun with that. What about, oh, Jeff, I can, I can see. Let's, but are you all set over there, Rebecca, by the way? Is that what you're playing this week? <laughs> Let me yeah, go to Jeff because he's got he's got his what he's playing up all queued ready to go. What do you what got? What I there? was playing, uh, R.I.P. because the dem the beta, uh, you know, is over. But I was at uh, uh, TwitchCon this weekend, and I noticed oh, that yeah. uh, a couple booths over from where we were at, there was uh, Capcom had set up a Street Fighter booth. Jesse was there. I know you remember. Well, he yeah. was someone who used to work with us, yeah. and he was like, "Come on over here. You can play whenever you want." I was like, "Well." cool i'm never leaving oh, awesome yeah and so I, I played a bunch and then and then he was like you know there's a there's a there's a, a beta or a trial going on this weekend and i was like cool um i'm going home tomorrow so you know set me up and he did and so i came home and got to play and let me tell you um 
you got to make use the character creator because the mode that they had available was one where you're sort of like in this arena and like you sort of sit down at these uh, seated arcade cabinets, which you see a lot in Japan, right. uh, oftentimes like sort of head to head and you would sit down and you could sort of practice. Um, and then if someone else sat down, they could challenge you and right. you could accept or not. And, uh, and then when you, when you lose and you feel real salty about it, then you actually have to get up and walk away and you feel really bad about your, you know, oh, that, that could happen. I'm just saying right, you know, right. that could happen. And, um, so, but the character creator is so full featured, but you can make some crazy stuff. And there were uh, a number of stories out there. Like you could make Popeye, you could make someone with arms as skinny as mine, but giant forearms, or you could, you could, you could make some real monster Popeye. factory abominations. <laughs> yes. Or, and yeah. you could also make some really cool looking, looking because the, the the level of options were just tremendous. So when the full game comes out next year, I'm, uh, it'll be fun to really poke around you know, with that. I ended up making someone looking reasonably normal, but wait, uh, you should look and see. Wait yes. a minute. Is, is, it's 35 years old. Remember, we were talking last week about all the games that are- 1991, sold, I, I want to say, was when the original 31? Street Fighter came out. Something like that. And then, uh, and on, then look, shortly thereafter was- because uh, was Street Fighter Two? Uh, Most people never played the first original. game in the series was released in 1987, according to Wikipedia. Okay, Street Fighter Two then must have 91. been 1991. Yep. Yeah, yep. that was, yeah. and that was the one that most people played for the first time. So that's yeah, 35 years. Wow, wow. Indeed. Street Fighter Six coming up Wait. next year. That was Jeff's preview. Yeah. yeah anyway, cool. so there, so I came home. I played a ton of it. Uh, I didn't necessarily do all that well, but Guy was in there and just learning all the new. Uh, this is. Street Fighter Six is poised to be the best Street Fighter in a very long time. Um, the high water mark for more, me used to be Street Fighter Four, but there's just there's some really cool moves. It looks amazing, and uh, I, I I can't wait to just have those nights where someone comes over, you have a couple of drinks here or whatever you have, and then well, I'm it's not someone. Back I know forth, it's going to be your forth. brother. I know exactly what's going to be. I'd be my brother. Yeah. Uh, me and a buddy of mine that uh, used to be close friends of ours from San Francisco. So I, like, it might be like, you're either coming up here or I'm Clem? coming down there for a weekend. Clem. Okay. And we'll end up just playing until until like our hands need a break, which right. is um, uh, how I like to play Street Fighter. So I can't wait to, to play more of that. Fun. Good for I'm, you. I'm looking at the website. I didn't realize Chun-Li was still in Street Fighter. Or is she like yeah. a retro ad this year? Or? No, no. She's still there. Kyle, Ken, and Ryu. But they're older now. They they actually sort of like, mm. so they're um, cool. so they're sort of like this, this sort of the old guard uh, that you know. And then there's like this new crop of, of um, uh, folks. And then there's folks that have been around like maybe in one game, like Jury. She was in Street Fighter 4 only, I want to say. But now... She's sort of uh, she's in in this one, so uh, a, a good mix. I think the total list has been revealed, and um, mm -hmm. the characters that are in there, um, I, I like who they've got. Yeah, it's on the there's the character list on the website. It's pretty cool. Also, it's really funny. It lists like the height and weight for everyone, and under Chun Li's, it says weight secret with a little heart next to it. <laughs> It's none of your business. It's none of your business. I have yeah. never. I'm looking at the Street Fighter Two Whack a Mole game. I've never seen this in Japan. That looks cool. So I, really, it's on the Wikipedia page. If you scroll down, so, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna look that up. Wait, but uh, how is how is TwitchCon? This was the first yeah, in person so. TwitchCon. Since... Yeah, in a few years. Uh, 2019. Yeah, yeah. You went with yeah. me in 2018. We had a good time. Uh, so I don't yeah. know if you saw, but uh, Megan the Stallion uh, twerked on Master Chief, and really, what more do you need to know? Yeah, that was um, that was fun to read all those emails over highlight. the weekend. That, that was trending <laughs> like worldwide. I was uh, yeah. So uh, uh, 
I mean, it happens. And I think that the world's probably a better place. It's every little girl's dream to twerk on Master <laughs> Chief someday. <laughs> you know, we. Uh, you think we I'm have, joking? It's good to have goals. But we, it's good to have goals. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, anyway, so yeah, it was really good getting to see folks in person. We did an event for Where folks was it, that we did know. It's in San Diego. Ah, lovely and San Diego. Lovely San Diego, but it was also really cool. I got to uh, getting to meet folks, but then also uh, some new creators that we have never engaged with. Did you go to that we restaurant down there? Through. What's that one you always tell me about? Or is uh, that the crack? The crack shack? That's the one. <laughs> I did not have a chance to make it to the crack shack. I don't think I was more than much like you're within 12 feet of a rat right now, Rebecca. I don't think I was more than 12 feet from the convention center at any given it was time. Like, like it was my like, hotel was, it was right like, next to it. It was like Comic-Con back in the day. Long, yeah, long hours. Yeah. And I, I don't think I got in a Uber the whole time. It was like, if I couldn't walk there, I didn't go. So um, yeah, that was, um, it was very busy, but it was really, everyone there has like a lot in common. Like they either stream or they watch streamers. They all love games. Uh, and, you know, it was, it was just, a really cool experience and uh it was good to do these things in person again right yeah fantastic well that's good well welcome thank you for that welcome back hopefully uh you met some good folks down there indeed indeed ah, all right um if we have anything else i think we're gonna get in the news section but first um you know i i teased this over the week over earlier in the day earlier in the week jeff you know what i have here oh he's got the glut go full screen larry well i'm just i gotta put him on yes. first because I, I need you to get ready to uh to kind, of, to kind of read along what we're going to have here. So here we go. You ready? All right, Larry. We're about to get surreal because what you've got is the Lunar Shift <laughs> Special Edition Wireless uh, Controller. We are so excited to introduce a new Special Edition controller to add to your personal collection. The Xbox Wireless Controller Lunar Shift Special Edition is the second member of the Shift Ooh. series. We all know and love the Aqua Shift Special Edition Controller. This one is inspired by fantastical gaming worlds and brings us to new heights beyond Earth's orbit. Note, you should not bring your controller into space. Be among the first to experience the all-new Lunar Shift <laughs> Special Edition controller. Much like the all-inspiring aura of the moon, this controller shifts from silver to gold whenever the light hits it just right. Make it go just right, Larry. I'm trying. Well, you're doing it. You're doing I'm trying. it. Once we flip that thing over, we do see that it's got rubberized gray and black squirrel grips with a mesmerizing pattern that makes each one unique by design. Did you notice mesmerized. that? Mesmerized. Make sure while like you're playing the game, dust. you're not just staring at your controller because you will just get rolled in, <laughs> yeah. in Street Fighter. It so will happen. Um, the texture grips on the triggers, bumpers, and back case make sure that you stay connected to the game no matter how intense things get. Yep. And of course, it has all the different features that you would expect from an Xbox wireless controller, like a 3.5 millimeter stereo headset jack. It'll connect to your Xbox. It'll connect to your Windows 10 PC. Yeah. It'll connect to your mobile devices with Bluetooth low energy when playing on the go. But we have high energy. Oh, oh hold on. Don't forget the USB-C. High energy. Uh, oh, yeah. US, yeah, like, like you do. And it's available today in select Xbox markets worldwide for $69.99 United States dollars. Now, listen, now Larry. Jeff. This is great, yes. isn't it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> but where are you going to put it down? It's you not going to stand up like that. You can't hold it at all hours of the oh day. My gosh. Wait a minute. How about this? <laughs> you know, I was looking for the best way to keep my <gasps> wow. Xbox controller at prime power levels and ready to go with the perfect pairing for the new Razer Universal Quick Charging Stand for Xbox Lunar Shift Edition. Thank you. Uh, we've talked about that recently. Yep, the charge stand uses the same material and shares the same shimmery colors 
right. as the Lunar Shift Special Edition the, wireless the controller. Irritated. You ready? Why? You just gonna rip the box? No, Larry. No. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! That's the pre. Get rid of that one. one. That uh, that's that was the mineral camo, and I don't know if that camo will you know really works on the moon because you'll really you'll stand out more if anything. You know. Anyway, the Razer Universal Quick uh, Charging Stand for Xbox Lunar Shift is available for purchase today at Razer.com for forty nine ninety nine USD. Uh, United States dollars, that is. And don't forget that it also includes like a charging battery. And every time you sit it down, it charges. So it's, you know, you know what I it's have not here? just resting. Do you know what yes. I have here? I have, when this is, this is all, this is not in the show notes. So I apologize. No, I don't know what you were going to show us here. But our good friends at Geek Made Designs have it's sent- the wood that makes it good, Larry. Oh, that's it's, awesome. They have sent me that. And if you, if you don't know these guys, they, they, they sent me an elite controller charger. And what's interesting is, it's got this little this little area where you put the charging puck in, and it's got a little wire thing through the back. Oh, so basically put it on to charge. And, and every time nice, it sits down, it charges. Yeah, and it's got a nice little. Well, that's really thing. cool. So, so this is uh, from our good friends at at Geek uh, Geek Made Designs. I think they're somewhere here in the United States. They reached out to me, and I said, "Yeah, I've got one back here. You can kind of see it right there on yep. the other controller." Uh, but this one's a little more advanced. So anyway, if it you're fits like to, a glove. If you're if you're looking for something to hold your controllers, we got you covered. All right. That's all the gloves I have for this week, Jeff and Rebecca. So what do you say we get? You know, Jeff. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead, Rebecca. (laughs) No, I was just going to say, Jeff, you're way better at uh, (laughs) reading the descriptions and adding some color to that. Like, nicely done. Oh, thank you. It's not a competition, Rebecca. So, but I I appreciate the compliment. Um, We've got some, we've got a little bit of news to get to before the interviews. Rebecca, do you want to talk about some of the stuff you're working on or let's have you, let's have you do that if you don't mind. Yeah, um, so news-wise, we have Minecraft Dungeon Season 3 that we just announced, third season. Game's been out for a couple years, we've been fine-tuning it, listening to the community, and uh, we're going to be installing, um, or installing, um, multiplayer in the tower, which is the, what do we call that, where it's kind of like a horde mode, where it just progressively gets harder and harder, and you, can, we'll, you can't we'll finish it, it you get like better rewards, <laughs> horde mode, yeah. Yeah. Um, but so the tower has up until this point been single player, but now it's going to be, uh, you can do co-op, um, you can split the rewards with your friends. Um, it's really cool. There's a new uh, treetop jungle layer. Um, but then also within season three is the fauna fair. So we're going to be releasing a lot of new content that's kind of um, themed around pets. Great. There you can see it. So everyone loves pets. So we have different like skins, like pets themselves um, and different like items that that are all. Is that a, is that, what is that? (laughs) That's a chicken skin skin for yourself. Oh yes, of course. (laughs) Yeah. Which sounds kind of funny when you say it that way. Chicken skin. (laughs) It sure Mm, does. Sounds yummy. Um, Hey. But yeah, just different like pets and animals. Um, Think Ren Fair, but less Renaissance and more petting zoo. (laughs) Um, okay. How about but that? anyway, season three Minecraft Dungeons comes out next week uh, on October 19th. Um, but then my team has also been very busy. We have Minecraft Live, which oh. is going to be airing tomorrow, uh, Saturday, October 15th. Starts at 8.30 a.m. Pacific time. It's available on uh, Minecraft's you know, YouTube, Twitch. We have a lot of creators that are going to be co-streaming. Yep. Yes. 
No, no, I just wanted to add is that the, oh. the show, we're posting the show, we usually post on Friday, which we still, so you're not going to hear any spoilers, you're not going to get any scoops here because, yes, sorry. You know, I, so just, we'll, we'll cover everything next week, but tune into MindCon Mine tomorrow, depending upon when you're listening to this show. So and vote for the mob. Yeah, yeah vote for the mob. <laughs> yeah, In-game, this year, right? um, yes, it's very cool. This finally, everyone's been asking for us to move the vote away from Twitter uh, and into the game, which we are now doing. So you can vote in-game through the Minecraft launcher. Um, you can vote on Minecraft.net. It's just more accessible. It's easier for like kids or people who you know aren't on Twitter to vote. Um, so very exciting. The mob vote is always a very contentious topic. It, tends to trend um so very excited to see how that goes on saturday all right i'll vote you know what i like about this this new update for minecraft dungeons is this enchant smith um Mm -hmm. so you can basically re-roll the abilities so when you have weapons there's all different types of weapons and of course there's that strength stat or that attack stat but then it's you know you can contribute points into like sort of their their secondary properties. And sometimes you get one and you love the secondary properties, but then it becomes too weak over time and you end up having to drop it. But now if you can sort of re-roll one, so let's say you get a really powerful weapon and you you love it, you could you could do things to like make maybe you get uh you don't love their secondary properties, you'll be able to try to get better ones. So thank you. I like that. All right. I like it. Yeah. All uh, enchant. Very cool. Thank you for the Minecraft news. But Rebecca, we're going to lean on you next week after MineCon to really, <laughs> yes. really do all the, really give us everything that you, that's going to be announced. So hopefully folks are going to enjoy that. Jeff, I know you've got a little bit of news to cover over there. Sure. Well. What do you got? Let, let's talk about the cloud. Let's talk about cloud gaming. It is now, it's available on, on so many different places. You can you can stream on your PC. You can stream on your phone, your tablet. If you, you can really, you can stream even on your console. So you can start to play things without downloading. My brother Honestly. was at your Logitech G Cloud right there. Well, Cloud Gaming come to yet another uh, sort of venue, I guess you could say, uh, with the X. The updated Xbox app, Xbox Cloud Gaming, is now available on Windows PCs that are running ARM64. So there was um, new service devices that were announced today. Yeah, A lot Thanos of times we'll talk about ARM, them later on in the show. That's great. So you'll, yeah, ARM devices, as you know, uh, you tend to see they have really long battery life. Oftentimes they have like a cell. Uh, connection so that you're connected anywhere, even without Wi-Fi. And now you'll be able to stream games to those places. So uh, also uh, Google Chromebooks were recently added. So again, wherever you go, your games get to come with you. Uh, Xbox.com slash play. Yep. That's good to know. Awesome. Uh, And then let us talk about some games that are out this week. Uh, So we're in, we're in the silly season, a lot of things coming out. Uh, It's a big sports week. So PGA tour 2k 23 is out now. There's some really cool stuff uh, in terms of like the, the creative player. Um, I'm ready. You can, Oh, for the first time you can play as male. Wow. Look at you with the putter. He's putting for dough. How do you, do you always just have a putter sitting right there? No, I actually, (laughs) I actually had to do a video for the for the for this team, and I, so I was shooting it before we started recording today. So, oh, okay, I had my uh, I have lots of props in this room. Trust me, yeah, I can't, can't imagine. <laughs> I would I would know. I've never been invited over. Uh, I'm coming up on a nine year anniversary of not being invited well, we over Larry's that. house. Only only you can fix that, Larry. NHL 23 also available optimized for Xbox Series X and S. So. You know, happy Canadian Thanksgiving, by the way, yeah. to those of you who celebrate. Um, 
Not sure why I was. Oh, yeah, because there's Canadians on the front cover. Um, also, Scorn. Scorn. This is one of the very first games that was ever shown for uh, Xbox Series X and S. Uh, we talked about this last week as being um, uh, not Lovecraftian, but H.R. Uh, Geiger esque. Geiger. Yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, right, yeah. So available now with Game Pass. Super gross, but on purpose. When you want that so. in HD. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I. Now even grosser. It's just the sounds. It's just the sounds. They're just so slippery and slimy. Hey, hey, hey. Let's, let's just be aware that she's got rats within 20 feet of her, okay? I thought it was 12, <laughs> but hey, they're moving away. You're doing a great job. A uh, couple other things I want to talk about real quickly. The Last Aura Crew. This was a game that I got to try out at PAX. Uh, that is available right now as well. An interesting game in terms of like... Um, uh, imagine a, it's not a Souls-like, but there is some similar, if you looked at it real quickly, you might think you were playing a, a Dark Souls, uh, but imagine playing that uh, in split-screen co-op and also from different perspectives. So there's some really cool stuff happening there. We've got a blog post going up on uh, on Xbox Wire. Uh, it's also, actually, we were talking about anniversary of Street Fighter. It's yeah. the 30th anniversary of Mortal Kombat as oh. well this week. Mm, uh, I should get a so on. Yes, we should. Uh, a friend of the show would yeah. be the first time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also, we learned a little bit more this week about Wild Hearts, uh, which is a hunting game. It's a new IP that will be coming out, uh, I want to say, next year. Uh, so a lot of fun stuff. Uh, and then, I, you know, we're going to get to play next week. I'm very much looking forward to something we're going to be talking about here in just a minute. And that is a play tale. Yes. Rats. In fact, should we go? Well, why don't we go into those interviews, Rebecca? Do you think you could uh, you could bring us into those interviews? Yes, great transition. So we have Jeff chatting with Kevin Pinson, who is the lead level designer at Asobo, working on uh, Plague Tale Requiem. And Larry had a good chat with Panos Panay on the Surface team. So let's take a look. Well, a couple of months ago, we did talk to Kevin Shoto, the game director of A Plague Tale Requiem. And now that we are very close to release, we're happy to welcome Kevin Pinson, the lead level designer. Kevin, how's everyone at Asobo feeling with just a few days till release? Uh, well, we're pretty excited. Um, we can't wait for the players to have their hands on the, on the final product. And we can't wait to have their feedback. So yeah, we're pretty excited. And I'm pretty excited to, to speak with you because there's sort of a meme or a cliche about escort missions being the worst. But Plague Tale, in many ways, is like a giant escort mission, and yet it's awesome. So I'm curious, how do you break that meme and make the idea of bringing a defenseless or a largely defenseless person with you, and, and but make it great? Um, so it was one of the first pillars of, um, of Plague Tale Innocence, and we try our best to make it also in Requiem. Um, so you're talking about escort. We, we didn't think about it like an escort. It's more like the relationship between one uh, sister and a little brother. Um, so we wanted to, to really emphasize on this relationship and how it builds, how it is created. Sometimes it can be destroyed. It's a thin line between uh, having them to work together and be opposed to each other. And so this is how we think that this is a story that we wanted to tell, and their relationship, it's the main goal, basically, of what we are trying to, to say in the game. Yeah, clearly a, a motivator for, for the two of them to move forward. So I, I'm playing the game right now. A lot of things I cannot talk about. Um, like in the first game, like in uh, Innocence, there's, uh, there's plenty of running away, but uh, 
you know, Ambicia, she's got her, her trusty sling. As we saw in that last shot, there's a crossbow. You all released a video about the crossbow this week. And she's more dangerous and more capable than ever. So I'm just curious how you think about the design of the world to, to be suitable for both battle and not just for, you know, running and, and hiding and escaping. Yeah, so one of, one of the main things that we wanted to try uh, in Requiem was to uh, give uh, um, more freedom to the player in the way he can express himself when he plays. Uh, so Amicia, like, um, in the first game, she was trying to survive, and now in Requiem, she has uh, like, uh, uh, more, um, more tools for her. Like She had the events of the first game that allows her to be more open to combat because she, she faced it in the first game. And so the adversity will also like uh, inform how the player will play and how Misha will react. And so we are trying always to make sure that the player feels like he's really in a survival uh, state and he's not like full full power or full on. Um, the adversity will always face Amicia and remind the player that he has to be careful. Yeah, so in in that area that we just saw, it was a big a red area. Uh, you've got the crossbow. You're bringing, you know, uh, you're, you're, you've, you've got someone to care for here with Hugo. Um, but there's a lot of options. You look through and there's a lot of different ways that you can go. I felt maybe more in the first game, there was like a kind of a right way to do things. And here we're looking... Uh, Amisi could go up to the left. She could probably make her way through. I see areas where there's cover. So, so like, how did you, um, you know, think about things in terms of just making more options and leaning into that freedom that you were talking about? Yeah, you're right. Um, the, you know, uh, we're still a small team, but on in a sense, we were 40 people. Um, and so we were mainly focusing on the story that we wanted to tell. And of course, we, we wanted to do bigger, to do like open uh, areas like that, but we didn't have the time nor the budget, so we made our best. So the first game was fairly linear from start to the end. Uh, and so one of the first wish that we wanted to do and to, to make as level designers were those open areas that you can see. And uh, what we wanted to do is also like regarding the, the tools, uh, any ammunition it can be combined with any tools that you have. So the sling can be combined with any ammunition. The crossbow that you can see can be combined with any ammunition. And so it opened a lot of freedom for the player to experiment. And it was also one of the biggest challenge because when you do linear games, uh, you tend to uh, know every, every possibilities for the player. And so those were really challenging for us as level designers to make sure that uh, each path you take, each tool that you can use uh, will provide the same experiences for the player. Not the same in terms of what you're doing, but the same quality of the experience. Yeah, I'm I, I just playing through, like I said, we're still at an embargo, but talking to, to Major Nelson <laughs> and as I'm playing, uh, wait, you, you did what in that area? So it's just really cool. And you, uh, I can say even early on, really feeling um, that additional freedom. So we, we can't talk about a plague tale without talking about rats. Uh, they generally play a huge role as a puzzle element. I have a rat on your shirt. That's um, it's almost cute, but I've seen things and I, I can never trust again. <laughs> but uh, they, they play a huge role as puzzle elements. So what did you learn from the first game uh, where you really wanted to lean in? I know there's many more rats that you have at your disposal here with next gen technology. So what did you learn from the first game that you're applying here to make things even bigger, more challenging, more, more, more disgusting? 
Um, so for us, one of the main things that we wanted to, to progress regarding the rats was l the feeling of you're, you're never safe. Never, never. Uh, so in Requiem, they chase you, they can climb, they can follow you, uh, they can drop down from ledges. And so it was always about like the feeling of safety being taken from you, <laughs> basically. Um, and so also we have um, the new um, skills from Yugo, like it still has the connection with the rats. And so you, uh, we, we, we saw in different trailers that you can uh, take really a possession of, of the horde and move with it. And so every rule that, that is true with the rats in the game will be true with um, the possession of the rats, and this is one something that we wanted also is like to make sure that you you don't have special cases, and so everything is systemic from this point of view. Mm. And like I said, the rats they can follow you everywhere, everywhere. It's a, it's a wonderful <laughs> feeling. So uh, try to avoid spoilers here, but as as the lead level designer, are there any sequences or levels or you know areas that you're particularly proud of? Uh, if you need to use. More generic hints, that's okay too. But uh, I, I just, you know, want to know if there's something you're like, I can't wait till everybody gets to do this. Um, so there will be two two things, two major things. The first one we already talked about, but it's the more open areas um, because it was a big challenge and something that we, we've been wanting to do for a long time. So I hope player will receive it well. Um, and the second... I won't go into too much details, but you, you probably have seen in different trailers, but like big action sequences um, uh, that, that you can see uh, with lots and lots and lots of rats. We developed special uh, technology for that. And I can't wait for the player to, to really experiment themselves uh, in those action sequences. And yeah, it, it was... Most, one of the most challenging things I've ever done and with, the, with my team. So I hope <laughs> it will be pretty good for everybody. Well, the good news is for you, you won't have to wait too long for people to see it. And the great news for us is we don't have to wait too long to play it. It is a Playtale Requiem out next week. That is October 18th and it's coming to Game Pass. So we all have a great opportunity to play it. So uh, I want to thank you once again, Kevin Pinson for joining us and to everyone at Asobo. Congrats on almost launch. We can't wait to see what you do next. As promised, here we are in the studio with Panos Panay. Windows Surface News this week. Panos, when, when did you make these promises? When you say as promised? Well, earlier in the show, because you know this this is part of the middle of the show. So we're you know yeah, early. Tell me when you promise. Tell me when you promise. But it's uh, it's great to see you. We did this last year. We did. We did this last year. We talked about Windows and Surface again. Here it is fall you've got some windows news some surface news i figured i'd get you on to talk about you want to start with surface first yeah of course first of all congratulations surface uh passed a huge milestone so 10 years yeah 10 years yeah <laughs> that's amazing yeah it shows it shows like in the gray it shows I, well i want this has been such a journey for surface because we you know it's the 10 year anniversary this year and i remember I vividly remember the announcement. I wasn't there, but you, you were skateboarding on one of them, if I remember yeah, correctly. That was Mr. Sanofsky was right, skateboarding. Right, that's right, that's right. Steve was, was skateboarding. We were like, please don't wait. Right. <laughs> wait there's and a there battery. You... There's a battery in that thing. Yeah. But he was so confident. It's so funny because it's like the core of Surface. Part of it was quality, reliability. Right. And back then and today, like um, 
you got to work. You got to work to break a surface. You got to work hard. And there was so much well, confidence. Just look at the like, NFL. We made, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, we should, I, mean, I think it's when they throw those things down, I got to right. tell you, I love it. Right. I know I get in trouble for saying that. I was just talking it. to somebody this morning about it because, you know, I'm from New England and, t- and now the Tom's, Tom Brady, and just apparently is just, he's always thrown in the sidelines. But those things keep coming back. They take a licking, don't they? Look, uh, you know, we've, we have, we've, those things are reliable. They're reliable products. They're made for, you know, push the boundaries. There's, you know, cases that we make for the NFL yeah. and mainly because of the environmental conditions, snow, sure. snow rain, right. you know, I mean, you, the heat, right. The, the, there's some stuff that ha- that, you know, the, the, the elements around the NFL are pretty impressive. And then you have the players and use. And so, yeah, it's fun to, it's fun to see it on the sideline though. I have to tell you. And, yeah. and I think it's been most of our journey. Yeah. You know, it's been most of the surface journey has been on the NFL sideline. And so those, those 10 years have been, you know, they're pretty awesome. It's pr- proud to see it for sure. I love, by the way, I know, bring it back to gaming. I love like tuning into Madden and I see them on the Madden sidelines when I'm playing Isn't Madden. Isn't that cool? Right. You're I know. The game. <laughs> by, by the way, I used to be pretty damn good at Madden. What happened? I don't know. Something about work. I, I'll tell you what happened. Okay. I'll tell you what happened. because <laughs> Controller I see, I, got complicated. I, no, I've seen this a million times. When you become like a, a, a vice president at Microsoft, you don't have any time anymore. Oh my God, yeah. Well, well, first, I'm glad you're spending time on the surface line because, as I said, without it, you know, we would it would be a different conversation now. But ten years, ten years on, you've got recently had some great announcements. Um, one thing I loved about when we're talking about the announcements in a second, one thing I loved about surfaces, seriously, from day one, it's been about the hinge. Right. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. And I always, yeah. I always, I remember I was talking with a friend of ours and I, I was like, you know, he's, he's always about the hinges and though this is my surface duo and, but the hinges are, are really critical because yeah. on all the product, many of the products, they really just put the screen at the right level for you. That's funny. It, you say hinges, I, there's so much detail in engineering in those hinges right. and there's so much detail in design. I think we, we take a lot of pride in, right. the, in the invention of a hinge uh, or taking it to the next level. Or sometimes level. the reinvention of a hinge, right? In terms of For sure. Like you can think it. about studio folding down. You can think about the Surface laptop studio, uh, Duo, yeah. the, ki- the kickstand. You know, in all cases, there are two things. There's incredible engineering behind that hinge. And then there's a user experience that's transforming because it's there. Right. And so think Surface Studio, you're pulling it towards you. Surface Duo, you're opening a book right. or closing it or folding it backwards where you're using it now. Right. Uh, Surface Pro, you're moving from tablet to laptop with it just, and then you're able to use it on your lap in different ways. So it's generally that hinge is creating, is creating an opportunity for a new experience that you're about to get into. And the goal is, hey, look, we never want to stop you from creating. We never want to stop you from succeeding in the tasks that you're going after or even just getting the information you want. And if the take hinge and then switch that to product and then switch that to product adapting to the user. It's funny how the hinge creates that adaptation. And so in so many cases, it's funny, we're known for hinges for sure. I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> like, uh, so you love hinges. I'm like, I thought I love hinges, but I, I love the product transforming itself to what the user needs. And it turns out we got some pretty kick-ass mechanical engineers. Right. Um, tooling engineers, fundamentally like reliability engineers who understand how these things have to last, how they have to live through all conditions. Um, and those are design points from the beginning of most programs. And then it shows up in, you know, moments like these. We talked about, um, you know, 10 year surface, but this week you've had some surface announcements, kind of a refresh of some of the line. That's got to feel good to go through that and see some of the reception. It's, 
the energy's palpable. Yeah. It's rad. Yeah. Um, and uh, I get energy because the, the team specifically, they put so much, dude, they put so much into it. Mm -hmm. um, their soul, like every part of who they are is part of that product. And I always say products are a reflection of the people that make them and people that use them. And yeah. you can feel it. And so when you launch products like this, uh, where the performance just skyrockets, uh, the opportunity of integration of software and hardware is those seams are gone. You have Windows 11 coming to life, uh, updated, even for gamers in that sense, like how how excited uh, many gamers are. You go, okay, you get you have a pretty good feeling. You feel so, good about it. So let's talk about that because you you know You're also worried. Yeah. <laughs> also like, oh, God, I hope you love it. Yeah, it's like well, anything. It's like any, like, I hope you love any it. Any new hope, product. Hope you love it. I yeah. hope you love it. I mean, yeah. I'm really like, I believe you will. Yeah. But that's different than like, you know, the other side of it. Like, do you? And and because uh, it is a reflection of the people that are that put so much into it. With the surface side, you know, you live at this, the apex of the hardware. So you look down one side and you see hardware. And on the other side, you're you, Windows. You know, one of the one of the largest computing platforms on the planet. Yeah, that's humbling for sure. And that is that is and and Surface really is a manifestation of this great experience between wind, hardware and software. When you look at Windows, which is such an amazing footprint, we've got you know Windows 11 has this great update this year. You know, around gaming, tell us a little bit about some of the updates for gaming. There's there's a ton going on. Sure. Um, and I think my favorite customer is gamers. Really. Yeah, and for two reasons. One, it like I always want to, I always want to be something I'm not. I think almost a lot of people do. Sure. And like when I see Twitch gaming, and I see like just like the depth of how much uh, can be accomplished through gaming, it's inspiring. Like Phil inspires me just listening to him talk about how well he knows his his fan base, customers, um, what they need. And then the other half of it is they are for sure um, the most vocal. <laughs> yes. Totally. And, uh, and I love it. Yeah. You know, I, don't get me wrong. It's hard sometimes. Mm -hmm. But if you, wanna, if you want to squeeze every ounce of performance or every ounce of frame rate out of a product, just listen to your customer on this one. Yeah. It's not always the case. Yeah. Let me help you be more productive. People are like, oh, I'm not sure what being productive means. You definitely know what gaming means. Right. Um, and so you can really get to the nuts and bolts of how, what, what are the millimeters and ounces, if you will, in, in, from an analogy standpoint that need to be refined mm -hmm. in the product? And you get that. And so I think this year you see it, like our graphics improvements uh, for many, um, I don't know that you could see it, yeah. but if you are um, moving to DX12 or you understand latency or auto HDR, uh, the details in auto HDR and how they come to life, the variable refresh rates that are on the product now, all of these are updates um, that our core engineering team goes, okay, every ounce, every millimeter gaming on Windows is so important uh, to our customer base. Um, and you start to see it, you know, we're seeing improvements, you know, we see Steam engagement on Windows 11, you start seeing the elation when people start getting into it. Right. Um, we have the HDR calibration app now, where if you're a hardcore gamer, you know, get into it, do what yeah. you wanna do. Like you start seeing the impact through the voice of the customer, in this case, uh, go to gamers, and then you hear it. Now, we also hear when they don't have enough. Sure. 
I mean, I think the number one feedback I get from gamers is, can you make a Surface gaming laptop? And don't ask me. I won't get into that. But I, right. you know, like you hear it and you're like, come on. Well, wait a minute. Take it to the next level. Because and then you go, but look at the gaming machines out there. And it's pretty exciting. With, but the great thing about now with Game Pass and game streaming, you can really turn any Surface kind of into a gaming laptop in, in a For certain... sure. Like you, there's so much good choice in the gaming world right now. Right. And, you know, whether it's Alienware or... Uh, Omen or Legion and you really want to get after it or you're just, you know, you're focused on the graphics cards that you want to get and right. you're hand building the machine, which we see so much of, which do is Do you still build machines? Awesome. I do. I can get super uh, into it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. I like at a level that's like... Well, the reason I ask is because this summer, um, my neighborhood kids, a bunch of 10 and 12 year old kids want to learn how to build a PC. So I did that for two weeks Was in my it garage. Fun? It was a blast. Because it's really I, hard to mess it up now, too, well, by the way. Have so you figured that out? Over two weeks, every <laughs> night I brought him into the, into the garage, and we were building it, and I was showing the different parts. Because at the end of the day, whether it's a mobile device or you know a supercomputer, they're all basically the same. It yeah. has the same general yeah. components. And, of course, that, that moment came where we booted it up, and it didn't work. Oh, Somebody no. forgot. What happened? What well, happened? We forgot to seat something. So okay. we, we went back. All so right. I showed them how to troubleshoot, an important part of the process. But, but anyway, getting back to it, it was just a real great moment to, to get back to that. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you had a good time. I look, we see a little revival on System Builder, like people wanting to build their own PCs, gaming right. especially. Like right. you see a lot of it. Yeah. Um, I just like being a kid again. Yeah. You know, and so what do you for me? You that's just fun. What are you playing? You talked about Madden, but what are you playing? I'm not. I'm not gaming as much as I could. Okay. You know, it's. I always feel um, I could do more. I. I have not. I told you this last year. It's still true. I play Fortnite. Right. Um, and I thought... How do you feel about no build mode? Okay, here's the deal. <laughs> I thought, I thought for sure, and tell me if anyone feels this, like, the, okay, I get the real, like the super game, like the super true gamer. I, you're going to, you're, you just judge me. I get it. But let me just, for the person who comes in and out of, like, I need to get away. It is my right. way to, right. at night. I uh, sit and it's one way to connect with my daughters mm -hmm. um, as well. And no build mode came out. Right, right. And I'm like, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be so freaking good now. Right, right. Nothing. Right. No, I mean, these, unstoppable. These champions that just like, yeah. boom. I'm like, what happened? Right. Like, where? How are they so high? And right. why am I dead? Right. You know yeah, exactly. And, and why am I not? And, and that would have. And and now I'm thinking, it's over. Yeah. I take away the greatest asset that my enemies had in right. these games. And the, the, the playing field's leveled. Leveled. <laughs> Perfectly leveled. So I get into game mode. No build. Right. And. uh I didn't actually know it was no build. Okay. The first time I did it, but then once I realized, I'm like, because something was wrong, it wasn't right. working. I hadn't read anything, and my daughters explained it. I'm like, okay, so this is it. I'm right. so excited. So I'll right. play again with a better mindset. I get in, and I swear, I, I, I got worse. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got worse. There's plenty of opportunity. No, I don't plenty understand. I don't understand what happened. <laughs> I was sure that my gameplay was was weak because I couldn't build. Sure. But I still love the game. I yeah. got to be honest. But I don't play much more than that anymore. I used to play Madden with my son mm -hmm. uh, quite a bit, and then you know he's he's off in, uh, to college. We don't get to do it anymore. And you can do then, it over. You can do it over Xbox though. We could. <laughs> it's just hard time, to probably. hard to coordinate with a call. You know, twenty one year old. That, you know, uh, but I do. I go on a date tonight. We're going to go out <laughs> with my friends, or do I hang out with my dad? Right. I, I mean, he called me this morning. He said the launch was cool. Right. Oh, so there you go. Yeah, okay. that was a big deal. Like yeah. as a dad, yeah, that was a big deal. He called and dad, that was awesome. Oh, rad. 
So it's, you know, you, you, what you should do is, you know, you should add Phil to your friends list because he and I are usually playing a game like once or twice a week. He's all, as you said, he's always online. He plays everything though. Everything. Like he plays everything. Yeah. He's an expert. That's what he I does. can't. I don't have the patience to learn something new. He he'll go in and he'll he you know we've played some games with Phil where he's like I don't really understand this or okay I get it now or but you can you know I think Phil plays during meetings. Well, I can't confirm or deny that. I think you I should see, talk I to think Satya he, about. I, that. I think I think he admitted it once. But I think he plays games during meetings. I haven't caught him. I haven't caught him. <laughs> but now that we're virtual, sometimes I just look at the screen. I'm thinking, Phil, are you playing? Are you are you looking at me? Are you looking? What are at you doing me? right now? Yeah. Um, you talked about playing, you know, you certainly you've got the, you, you talked about some of the technologies that are now available with the latest Windows 11 update. Yep. Those are some things that we've had on Xbox for, you know, the Xbox Series X and S for a few years. It's interesting to see how the technology like variable refresh rate now comes Came over the or, or the direct storage, yep. you know, so we yep. kind of pioneered it on that side, right? For sure. Like, and remember, like the, the platform engineering is, is just brilliant in the sense that, you know, it is wherever it's developed, you, you want to be able to bring it across. Right. And in the sense of, you know, take some security features, uh, really, uh, direct storage is a perfect example. Right, right. Um, pushing HDR, like there are just elements that gamers need. It doesn't matter what platform they're on. Right. And so being able to bring it across over to Windows, it's a lot of work. It's not like free, you know, just wake up and you're like, hey, put it over there. Yeah, <laughs> so, like but, copy paste. <laughs> uh, but you see that domain knowledge, the the understanding uh, come across, and these are gaming. You know, these developers are gamers themselves. Like they're these are right. gamers building platform right. for gamers. And you, when you start using the product, you you really do get a sense for it. And um, you know, I when I game on the PC, again, it's one game. Yep. Um, and it's like a way to solve for three of us because two on the Xbox and then one of us on a PC, and I use. Different PCs, actually. I, um, I don't use Surface when I'm when I'm playing it. I'm I'm usually using a uh, using a, a Dell machine or an HP machine sure. or a Lenovo machine, and I have all three, and they're rad. Right. Um, and it just depends on like what what my daughters love, some of the lights. So I I'll game on it, and I use my Xbox controller. And I know if you saw this, but the controller bar is now coming to Windows 11 as well. Right. Let's talk about that. That's really a great great feature. Yeah. So like. I realize, like, I can't, I'm not a mouse keyboard gamer. I don't have the skills. I grew up with a Nintendo You know that's hands. a very divisive discussion in the community, I right? I get it. I, oh, don't worry. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying, I don't want to, I'm sides. not trying to create some, like, uproar. That's not my, oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm not choosing sides. Right. I just, I respect both sides. Right. You know, I'm, right. An, I'm an input device person. I started yeah. at this company doing mice and keyboards. Um, you know, I, I don't know if anyone remembers the Sidewinder brand. Uh, yeah, with that one, crazy one of, green and black. I one, of, one of my kids, uh, if you will. And then, uh, you know, we, we designed a mouse with Razer called Habu at one point. Yep. So like the input, the input devices I love, both mouse and keyboard, but I'm not, I'm not great with it. As sure. a matter of fact, I, I'm just not. Because I right. grew up with Nintendo 64 and then, right. um, you know, bleed into Xbox and, and through the generations, like I've had a controller in my hand. Yeah. And um, so now when I game on the PC, you know, you once you sync an Xbox controller, you hit the Xbox button and what you would expect to happen happens. Right. So that scene between hardware and software should come to life for people. And because PC Game Pass is there and the opportunity to just jump into any game right. and get into it, this is what my daughter does. You know, you hit the bar, boom, you got your controller and you get after and it. And sometimes, frankly, you can either install it or just play it over the cloud almost immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Like the cloud gaming is something that blows my mind. Like, I mean, the, the team 
it's real and the extension into the cloud from the PC is reality. And right, if you watch the announce today, you know, we're hinting a lot at it, but ultimately what do we do on the edge? What do you do in the cloud? And how do you extend that performance from the PC to the cloud? That's reality. Mm -hmm. um, I love it. Cause it, I always, you know, the team and I sit down, we say it's limitless power. Yeah. Limitless. Yeah. And so the, the better that, you know, as that latency not only continues to improve, but gets to flawlessness. Now you're in this incredible place. We talked about, and I know we got to wrap it up soon because I know you've got a lot of stuff to do, but we talked about, you know, the Surface up, uh, update to the Surface line that you have this week and some of the new accessibility products, which look amazing. And I'll yeah. link off to the blog post. You can know. you do that? Yeah. You should. Like, the, yeah. I, let me just, can I just put a nod in really quick? Yeah, of course. Because, like, for all of us, you want to make a difference in this world. Like, we need to design these products, like, for everybody. Yeah. I want everybody using the products. Everybody is a broad word, but it is. There was a headline after Windows 11 uh, 2022 update launched and it was Windows has something for everyone. Right. I tell you what, building a product for everyone is like... That's daunting. It's humbling. Right. And you know, there's a lot of feedback globally, 190 plus countries. Like you're, you're talking about, you're going to get input. You're going to get, you know, people who love it, people who want you to make things better and so forth. But the one thing that holds true across all that is we want to make it for everybody. And accessibility is critical to that. So now the accessibility features in Windows 11, whether it's, you know, um, transcription, translation, uh, voice assist in general, being able to get to uh, the features quicker. It, like there's so much there that comes to life that we think about for everyone. And now we have the input device to complement it because yeah. this is now... Boy, gamers understand this better than everybody. Yeah. Like the software and hardware need to be. Right. Like sympathetic. Like these things need to be. Right. Perfect. Right. Um, and it's true in the world of any input device for any human. And like, so the new accessibility, link off to it, yep. show people, take a look, just take a minute and, yeah. and take a look at them. One of them looks like the little Atari, the old Atari joystick. It's funny. There, well, it is a joystick. <laughs> yes, that's what it, yeah. it is a joystick. Yeah. And you will see people using navigating joystick, you know, um, with different parts of their body, yep. depending on dexterity, like these are these are real, these are <laughs> these are real scenarios, and it makes a difference in people's lives. And I know, like one thing, and I see it on your show, and in general, like you care, so just share it. It's yeah. worth it. Yeah, I, I absolutely do that. But we talked, you know, we talked about Surface, and we talked about for those folks that you know don't have or don't need a Surface, they've got Windows. They've got this great update that's available. Yep. We talked about a lot of these different things. There's a bunch of other things in there as well. And again, I'll link off to your great blog post to talk, you know, if you, if you have an iPhone, you can get your, you can get your photos on your. Yeah. There's a, we're doing a lot there too. Like, yeah. so the integration of iPhone, Android phone, yep. we know right now, like one of the connection points that people need is I have a phone in my pocket. Of course I have a dual, but and this is an Android phone at the end of the day. Yep. And how well does it connect to the PC? What does it do? Right. Like, how does it make it simpler? How do I get my photos? How do I do my messaging? We're bringing that across all platforms, but yep. there's also like on the product now, like the perf in Windows that comes to these machines, taking that update, you'll see the difference Yeah, that matters. Um, and then uh, you have features like Snap Assist, which are just game changing for just how to get something done. Or uh, if you're gaming and, and working at the same time. Like Phil's doing. Not that I'm saying anyone does that. <laughs> okay. I'm not, I am not encouraging it. I'm just saying like... Uh, you could, yeah, and uh, and you can do it in four 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 corners. Like you do what you want, but I think there's there's a lot to be a lot to be had there in in taking that update, being be able to be more productive. Um, the apps that are coming through the store right now are better than ever. Uh, there's just a ton of energy right now on the product. That can I give a call out? One of my favorite apps that we have now. Tell me, Clipchamp. 
Clip Champ's rad. Clip Champ, if you haven't checked it out on Windows, it's, Clip Champ's it's incredible. So it launched with Windows 11. <laughs> yep. This latest update, and um, you know, I'm I've got some accounts out there that I don't talk about, but sure. you got to go edit these videos. And yeah. You got to land them. Yep. And uh, you know, I can't do it on my phone. You can do certain things on your I phone. I can't. But like you I, want that but, high def but experience. But a lot of people can. You know, I use I use Splice on my phone, and I I do what I can. But yeah. But fundamentally, now that I can sit down at my PC and edit on ClipChamp, it's and then I can bring my photos and videos over right. so easy now. So like, there's all those templates that make me look good, right? <laughs> right. And now just, I start looking better. It's just pretty there. big deal. Anyway, big deal. Listen, I, I gotta let you go. Really appreciate you, panel. It's always great to have you in here. I feel like I should get you in here more than once a year, though. Just tell me when you want me to come. Yeah. I just hang out. We'll talk for a little bit. We'll talk <laughs> games and have some fun. So appreciate it. So check out the the blog post. I'll link off to it in the notes. Uh, that Panos great blog post about all the service updates, Windows, the accessibility things we talked yeah. about, and yeah. some of the. Some of the things, check it out. Some of the check cool it out. There's some cool stuff happening today. Great Windows news, great Surface news, great accessibility news. Something, as you said, something for everybody. Thank you, Panos. You bet. It was a good time. Thank you to Panos, Kevin, and Larry and Jeff for those interviews. I'm excited to hear more about uh, Plague Tale Requiem next week. Hopefully, no more. Are rat you jokes. though? Are you? Are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you though? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, thank, thanks, Jeff, for doing that interview. It's always good to have Panos on the show. Um, we've got, in fact, next week, you know, Minecraft, maybe, Rebecca, maybe we can work on getting somebody from the Minecraft on the team. Uh, I know that they're real busy, focused right now, but we'll work on that. So they can deliver the news, and you guys can talk about that. So got some fun that stuff. That would be lovely. It. If not, it'll just be a whole lot of me talking. Well, no. You're good at that. Yeah, you, you're, you're, you're quite good at that. Um, thank you. If Jeff. you could do that <laughs> while you're scrolling through what you've eaten in the past week, you know, then that will be like the, yeah. that will, we'll hit the, the intersection of what people are looking for out of this podcast. That's, that's, that's we'll okay. add the, yeah. what we've been eating to the, what we're playing section. Kind of uh, like it. Okay. All right. Okay, On that sorry, note, we'll, we'll, no, that's, that's fine. That's fine. I'll show you. I'll, 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 I'll keep, I'll, isn't there an app for that? I can download it so I, we can just share what I'm eating or what you're eating and what everybody's eating. Yeah. <sighs> Pickens are slim over here on the east side, but not over where you are, Jeff, and certainly not where There's you are. There's great stuff where you're at, Larry. You just have to broaden your horizons. That's, I, I love my, you know, I love my Mediterranean food. That's true. That's, that's, that's a true. Good, good place. Anyway, uh, thank you, gang, for this uh, for, for joining us this week, and especially you, the listener slash viewer. If you're viewing this on Spotify or YouTube, thank you there. Make sure you rate us over there. wherever, Whatever platform you're listening to this on, make sure you hit that ratings button and subscribing and liking and thumbs up or whatever whatever mechanism they use we're just happy to have you so jeff and uh, rebecca you'll join me next week yes okay i'll okay. miss it <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs>